I don't know if you've heard, but I'm so excited to be offering one-on-one sessions for the mom who is ready to stop the overwhelm, get a handle on your time, and start building consistent routines so that you can find more time and balance. Look, this isn't rocket science. We know that, right? But when you're stretched so thin and can't stop procrastinating, it's understandable if you need a little guidance, you know, from someone who's been in your shoes. That's why I've opened up a few spots for the month of June if you're truly ready to take action, reclaim your time, and start telling it where to go. We can work together to help you find your focus and create a realistic routine that you can stick to so that you can steward your time well as a busy mama. Because it is possible to manage your time even in the little years, friend. I know because I did it and I've helped other moms through it as well. And I wish I'd had someone eight years ago throwing me a lifeline saying, here's the step. Here's the way. So my hand is stretched out to you, but it's up to you to grab on. If you want more information, you can go to herpursuit.co forward slash start and grab your spot today. But I'm only able to take a handful of these since it's summer. So once they're booked, they're booked. But in my opinion, summer is a really great time to get some realistic rhythms in place for your life. So if you're ready to finally feel on top of things, do not wait. Do not get distracted. Go grab your spot right now before they're gone. Okay, I am so excited about this episode. I love this topic. Morning routines is like my jam, but it's very ironic because I'm not a morning person, actually. But morning time is my new BFF. So if you really want a consistent morning routine, this episode is for you. I'm so pumped because my mornings have literally changed my life. And I know that sounds dramatic, but it's absolutely true. So I'm going to share some mini truth bombs with you today. So I hope you're holding on tight to your seat. These three things are going to completely transform the way you see not only your time, but your morning time specifically. So Grab some headphones, reheat your coffee, or just keep doing what you're doing, and let's get started. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity, all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be, friend, and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you, and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. First off, I am not and have never been a morning person. And I'm doing air quotes here. I think it's really important to note that I'm not a morning person. I don't enjoy mornings in the sense that I wake up singing and dancing and talking and just ready to go. That's not me at all, actually. Just ask my husband because the other day he said to me, so like, do you want me to say hey to you in the mornings or just not talk to you at all? Like, I don't want to not say anything, but you're always so quiet and <laughs> laughed so hard. We were laying in the bed one night going to bed whenever he said this. And you would think after 12 years of marriage, over half our lives together, dating and learning each other, that he would 
know how to handle this, but I guess not. So my response was, well, you can say good morning or talk, but I'm not making any promises on how I will respond. And we both laughed so hard, but it's true. I'm quiet in the mornings. I don't make eye contact, really. I'm just kind of in my own little world until I feel awake. So if that's you, you are not alone. I'm kind of like the stereotypical kind of grumpy morning person, but I I don't truly feel that way. I'm just very quiet. It takes me a little bit to get up and going and awake and energized and ready for the day. But it doesn't mean that we can't create a morning routine in our lives and just start getting up a little bit earlier. If you're not convinced that you need a morning routine in your life, you need to go listen to episode nine. Yep, take it back to the very beginning for three reasons you need a morning routine in your life. So if you're still not convinced, go check out that episode. I've linked it in the show notes. I have come a very long way with my morning time. I actually just finished what I would consider, now bear with me with this use of word, I probably need to figure out a different word, but it was actually a perfect perfect morning time. Like I just went through a morning, we're going to talk about what we label it, a ritual, a practice, a routine, a rhythm, whatever you want to say. And it was absolutely perfect for me. Now, let me tell you a few things behind the scenes. My girls aren't home. So technically I could have slept in or just not set an alarm at all. But I set my alarm for 530, which I actually haven't done in a while, if I'm being completely honest. But I thought to myself, I want to get up. I want to get going. I have a lot of things that I want to do because they are coming back earlier this morning. And so I knew I wanted a batch record. I knew I wanted to get some things done for myself. The very first thing that I did was I got up, read in my Bible app, read through some verses, spent some time thinking on those things, had some time in prayer. Then I did a quick workout. I did a meditation and a stretching after that. And then I I was ready to go. Like, I'm ready to work. I'm ready to do whatever. I grabbed a little bit of breakfast. I've got my hot tea. It's sitting right here in front of me. And I thought to myself, this was perfect. It felt so good. And I think that getting a taste of that, it sparks the motivation to continue doing it. So it's been a long time. You know, the the Bible talks about I've tasted and seen, you know, the goodness of God. And I think we can parallel that to different things in our lives. Like once you taste and see that something can be so fruitful and so beneficial for you, even if you don't love it and it's not what you're naturally drawn toward or you gravitate toward, you can still create these disciplines in your life because that is what it is, a discipline of getting up or whatever else it may be. But for the sake of this episode, we're talking about morning practices, morning routines, And I just want you to know that I had this moment where I was thinking about what I had just done, everything I had just walked through for my morning time. This is completely different than what my mornings look like even three years ago. And the way that I got to the point that I'm at now is that I started with just five minutes. I share every time I share about how I created a morning practice. I share this when I speak on interviews, other podcasts, whenever I run free challenges, all of these different things. I encourage you to start with just five minutes. So it doesn't have to be complicated or perfect at first, but you can create a mini morning quiet time that is perfect for you. Now, would someone else look at my morning that I went through and followed through with and say it was perfect for them? Probably not because we all have different needs and we all have different things that we want to incorporate. My biggest encouragement for moms wanting to start 
building out a morning practice is just to start where you are and start where you can. There is value in five minutes. Trust me, it is so nice to just have five minutes of quiet before your kids wake up. In this episode, I wanna share with you three things you probably don't realize about your morning routine. So number one, like I said, the verbiage, the what you call it is going to affect the way you feel about it. So if routine feels too strict, too stuffy, if you have negative feelings toward that word, you're allowed to call it something else. You're allowed to rename it to something that doesn't cause you to immediately like clench up and feel stressed. Like you should not freak out when you hear the word if it's something that you want to start doing and practicing in your life. So what feels better to say? Morning rhythm, morning practice. I call it a mini morning practice. What about a mini morning routine? Call it something that feels good because words are so powerful. And I don't want the label that we're giving a specific time of day to be the reason that you don't believe you can show up for it. You will be so surprised at how this tiny shift changes the way you feel about your morning practice. That's what I like to call mine. So the second thing is your morning time, your morning rhythm, routine, what are we going to call it? Have you decided yet? Whatever you're going to go with, it does not have to be extreme. It does not have to be in depth. It does not have to be picture perfect, whatever that means to you. You don't have to get up and read your Bible for an hour and pray for 30 minutes and run three miles, get on the Peloton, shower, get ready for the day, fix your hair, put on makeup. But I know that we tend to think we have to do hashtag all the things in order for it to count, right? But you actually can just do one thing or you can do nothing. That's perfectly fine. Waking up, sitting in silence, drinking hot coffee, if that's your thing, it can be your morning practice. Like that can be all you do. So let's take a deep breath in, release the pressure that this has to be something in depth and super complicated because it just absolutely does not. The third thing is, and it goes hand in hand with that, your morning time doesn't have to be two hours long, three hours long. Like that is a bit dramatic, but you don't have to get up an hour earlier or even 30 minutes earlier. Do you want to know where I started? Like I said in the beginning, I started with five minutes a day and now I get up a lot earlier than I used to, but that's, well, that's for a lot of different reasons. I'm running a podcast. I'm growing a business. I'm managing more than I was, you know, back then when all I really wanted at that time was to have a few moments of peace and quiet before a baby started crying or my girls came running into my room and they were the alarm clock. It's just not a great way to start the day when your your kids or your baby wakes you up. And of course, there are seasons. Like I, I do not recommend that mamas, new mamas, if you're not sleeping through the night, if your baby's not sleeping through the night mostly, then creating a morning practice is typically not, like waking up before them and setting an alarm is for me not very sustainable and not very practical. But that doesn't mean that you can't incorporate those things that you would do before the baby got up once they are awake, once you are awake, you know, into that morning time immediately when you first get up, whatever that looks like for you. But regardless, if your kids are your alarm clock, you are more than likely starting the day in a reactive state because they're coming in, they're asking for juice or cereal or breakfast or whatever it is. They want to watch TV or they want to do this, they want to do that. And they're asking for, you know, they wake up with a level of energy that I don't have. I don't know about you, but I do not have this level of energy that my children wake up with. And it's just not a great way for me to start the day if I don't get up a little bit before them and have that buffer. A lot of the moms I work with say that when they don't get up even just five to 10 minutes before the kids, 
they have a completely different day. And it's because we wake up reacting when the kids are our alarm clock. Now, there are other rhythms and routines that we have instilled in our girls and created within our home that give us that time from when they come out of their room or we go and get them up. Those are things that we had to start implementing. And I will do a separate episode on that very, very soon because my girls are up with like when the rooster crows, when the sun rises, they are up ready to go. And so we had to kind of create these new rhythms around expectations of what morning times were going to look like in our house. So stay tuned. There will be an episode coming on that very, very soon. But there's truly no reason that you should stay frustrated or stay stuck when it comes to your morning time, your morning practice. So if you just can't seem to get consistent or come up with something that works for you in your season right now, grab one of those sessions that I mentioned in the beginning. I've helped other moms build out realistic morning practices that work for their lives and that are realistic for their season right now. And I would love to help you as well. So what is your next step? How can you take what you've heard and apply it to your life? Because knowledge without action is kind of pointless. It doesn't get you anywhere. And if nothing changes, then nothing is going to change. So let's recap the three things that you probably didn't know about your morning routine or practice, whatever you're going to call it, that you can now think about and start to take action steps on. So number one, what are you going to call it? Number two, what is the one thing, if anything, that you want to get done? And number three, How long is it going to take you? How much earlier should you set an alarm so that you can have a few minutes to yourself before everyone else gets up? I'm so excited for you to take this and start working out your own realistic morning routine. I pray that this episode has encouraged you and given you lots to think on. I'll see you right back here on Thursday. And until then, remember you are made for more than survival and overwhelm. Fulfillment is possible for you right now, regardless of your season. And I hope you believe that. And if you're a follower of Christ, an abundant life is yours to step into and walk in every single day. Please don't forget that. I'll see you Thursday. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, Mama.